Welcome to the Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford podcast. Life is difficult and trying to live it to the fullest while constantly second-guessing yourself and feeling stopped by regret or painful experiences can take a toll on anyone. Do you want to get unlocked and see for yourself the beauty that life has to offer? Are you ready for aha moments and strategies to propel your business and family into a world of health? Then you've come to the right place. Join Dr. Shannon Crawford, a licensed psychologist, leadership consultant, conference speaker, and CEO of Crawford Clinics located in Dallas, Texas, as she shares her expertise from her life's commitment to helping you, the CEO, therapy client, parent, and teacher alike, identify and remove the unconscious blocks hindering you from thriving in your potential. We will also have amazing guests with incredible stories, rich knowledge, and keys to help you get unlocked today. Let's get started. Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. And of all the people I know on the planet, Joe Peterson has been my friend for years. And this guy knows how to plan and be strategic because how many out there, be included, have worked really hard on things and they don't always have the end result, end result and the fruit that we're wanting. Or the end result. <laughs> or risotto. End result. I like risotto, <laughs> yes. So whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes. So we want to be intentional. And I wanted to learn personally how to do that, how to be strategic, how to plan ahead, how to think through while I margin this time of prayer and preparation and vision casting, then the execution throughout the year is that much more streamlined. Now, how did you even start taking these times of sabbatical and rest and vision casting for your year? That's a great first question. But before I answer that, I'm going to encourage you as I talk about these sabbaticals or respites or uh, time away, uh, so many of your listeners are going to think, okay, this podcast is not for me oh, yeah. because I, I, you know, it's just not going to happen. Maybe someday in my life, but not now. I'm too busy now. I'm going to ask you to hold back on that judgment until you hear the whole story behind it. Because the busier you are, mm -hmm. the more this podcast may be for you. Yes. The more you've accepted hurriedness in your life, mm. uh, maybe the more benefit you could get from our few minutes together. Fair yes. enough? Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. So there's a, there's a guy uh, named Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. he's, he's a rather well-known business celebrity, mm -hmm. uh, Tesla, SpaceX, et cetera, et cetera. And just this week, uh, there's been a, a story about him repeated several times over several news cycles. So it's getting a lot of traction about his purchase of Twitter mm -hmm. and the intensity he's expecting from his employees that stay around. Yeah. In fact, the news cycle this morning picked up a story about uh, him adding beds in some of the offices in San Francisco. Oh my gosh. And uh, it was a very critical article. And when they got a quote from him, he's saying, what's wrong with me providing a, an amenity for some of my, my employees who want to lay their heads down? That's not why he was purchasing their beds. Elon is well known for, for two big sayings. Number one, he gets up at 4.30 a.m. every day. That's not me. Angry. <laughs> Angry. Oh, that's sad. Because someone else got up before him. That's how aggressive he wants to be in the way he approaches his business. His second moniker is no one has changed the world working only 60 hours a week. And so his focus is how much intensity, how much focus, how hard can we work towards our success? 
And I only bring up Elon because he's an accurate representation of the marketplace. Mm -hmm. For some reason, we all seem to accept the harder we work, the more intense effort we put out towards something, uh, the higher likelihood we'll get the result we desire. Mm -hmm. That's another way of saying, I am my own God. Wow. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. I'm going to defy God, not trust him. I'm going to trust me. Uh, the harder I work, the better response I'm going to get is an equation that somehow the marketplace has put on us that's nowhere in the Bible. Mm. And so um, several years ago, I was reading a book by um, John Mark Comer called The Relentless Elimination of Hurry. Mm -hmm. And it challenged me so much. The first star of the book, Shannon, talks about the life that we've chosen to lead. And it was so convicting. I had to put the book down and start taking notes on the changes I needed to make, even before he was introducing the changes. Mm -hmm. But a concept he introduced was a ramos, which is an old Hebrew word for time away with the Father. Mm -hmm. And in that book, he talks about the pattern of life that Christ lived. And he said, we read scripture, we, we try to understand scripture, we try to use scripture to lead us. But he said, Christ gave us so many examples simply through the way he led his life. And so I was really challenged with that. Um, most of my life has been focused on a value proposition based on my to-do list. Mm -hmm. The more I can get done in a day, mm -hmm. the uh, better I would feel about myself. Yeah. And I didn't say anything about who I was. It was all about what I do. Yeah. And again, that's where the marketplace is. The marketplace encourages to focus on a to-do list. I'm not certain I know anyone who gets up and writes a to-be list. And that's where Christ starts us. It's not about what you do. It's about who you are. Mm -hmm. And who I am is a man who wants to constantly um, and authentically surrender my will to his. Mm -hmm. And so that is living a different pace of life. So I got this concept of a rainbow. Am I talking too much? I love you? it. You're helping I got us. This concept of a rainbow, which again is time away with the father. And I made a commitment then. In fact, I even opened up my calendar and blocked out time um, each month to be away. And my first thought was I could do that here at the house. Um, there are times that it's quiet enough. I can I can just, I can have an extended time of, of quiet time and reading and, and journaling or whatever, but that is quiet time. That's not time away with the father. Um, when I do that at home, I'm distracted. I need to take care of this. I need to go vacuum that. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I can go cut the yard before this happens. Yeah. I'm going to end it with the cowboy game. I'm back into doing and getting my schedule. Yeah. So what I've been trying to do is, and actually successfully doing is getting away. Mm -hmm. And, um, my rhythm is once a month, three days away. Um, I would love to do it at home. And my goal eventually is to be able to be that quiet, that bored, that focused, that I can have that time with God anywhere. But right now in my in my infant state, I need to be physically away from everything mm -hmm. to truly know I'm in his presence and the depth of that presence I'm seeking. Does that make sense at all? Absolutely. So I can hear objections, right? That's nice. Joe Peterson, who has nothing going on. That's a joke, everyone. 
<laughs> you have a family, you have leaders of leaders, you um, help have a forum for CEOs to have healthy souls and healthy leadership and their teams. You meet one-on-one -on -one with those people. You also have another corporation and you're doing a lot of coaching and leading. Um, and again, you still exercise and take care of yourself and everybody who has objections out there, it's real life. How are you doing that? And how are you having the cost benefit analysis of saying, this is really worth it to my life to make the choice to get away? Absolutely. Man, that's, that's such a great question. Uh, we all have um, different obligations and, and draws on our time, mm -hmm. but we also all have people that depend on us mm -hmm. at all sorts of levels, right. levels. Um, and how can we we successfully feed them if we're not first feeding ourselves? Yeah. And so um, what I've learned, I've, I've got so many people around me that say, I heard Christ say that, or God talked to me today. And, you know, they're, they're talking as if James Earl Jones' voice, <laughs> you know, echoes down. Yeah. And maybe that's the case. But my experience has been uh, Christ speaks to me in whispers. Mm-hmm. And I wish uh, he had a megaphone. I'm just giving a little peek. <laughs> yeah, I want him to, to hit me across the head a few times, the two by four, rather than tap me on the shoulder. But I want to feel those taps. Yeah. And I want to hear those whispers. Mm -hmm. And and that takes intentionality and discipline. And so um, time away to be alone is critical. Mm -hmm. Um I've got some general rules I follow. Would that be helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at first, I thought this is going to be so much fun. I love little boutique places. I'm going to try out so many different spots. What I quickly learned is, yes, there's some wonderful places. And it's fun trying out different locations for this. But then the location became important. And the adventure of discovering a new place became important. Mm -hmm. I'm not there for an adventure. I'm truly seeking boredom. So I don't take eight books. I'm going to try to catch up on this. I don't take electronics. Um, I don't check in with anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm truly trying to be quiet for an extended period of time. I don't go away to restaurants. I, I sometimes will take food, sometimes no food, because fasting is very important and helpful also. Uh, but the goal is to get out of my car, mm -hmm. um, have the things I need, and not get back into the car until I'm re returning back to the the hurriedness of normal life mm -hmm. but during that time away to read to journal to pray to rest mm -hmm. um, naps are allowed yes absolutely <laughs> they're they're unpreventable because of the, the pace we lead otherwise but you know i used to think i've had some difficulties in my life mm -hmm. as as everyone has mm -hmm. and i used to think um experience equals wisdom it's such a, a great equation it seems so simple I got wisdom from that experience. But in through this process, I realized one day, Shannon, that that's not the equation. Mm. Experience doesn't equal wisdom. Uh, examined experience mm. equals wisdom. Wow. And it's amazing what, what God reveals when we are together of previous events, previous conversations, mm -hmm. previous relationships. All of a sudden, He'll show where his hand was. Yeah. And, or maybe all of a sudden I'm finally listening and he's been trying to show me for a long time. Right. But um, again, for so many people possibly listening to this podcast, you're thinking that sounds great. He's got his life in order as far as that stuff that won't happen with me. But, you know, I truly want to be 
who he intended me to be. Mm-hmm. When I popped out of my mom's womb and went, and here I come, I was perfect. I was a baby without sin, formed in his image mm-hmm. in a broken world. And so as I start to experience that broken world and experience difficult people and experience difficult situations, yeah. I started putting limits on myself. Mm-hmm. And I started pursuing comfort rather than the hard road. Ooh. I mean, that's the natural thing, right? You're now messing with us. Don't mess with my comfort. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but all of a sudden, uh, you look up and you're 12, you're 18, you're 28, you're 35. Mm-hmm. And because you put limits on your life, you expect or you accept those limits as normal. Mm-hmm. And Christ is up there saying, that's not in your DNA. I never intended for you to be fearful of this or hesitant about that. Right. Come back to me. Mm-hmm. The only way I feel like I'm, I'm exposed to those things is when I get away and listen. Mm-hmm. Get away and write. Get away and pray. Yeah. And as many times I've done this now, I don't regret a second of it. So the motivation is there because we're actually getting direct intel from the Lord and he can actually protect us. I had um, a time away with the Lord recently and I'm making a decision about what building to buy for our Crawford clinics to grow. And so I've had a lot of options and there was one that I had totally discounted. And in my quiet time, sitting with the Lord, not even asking him about that, just being in his presence, he started highlighting one of the buildings that in the natural, I was like, I'm not going to be there. Right. And so it's so funny how our natural understanding can bypass things that may be gems in front of us that are already in our life. Or I was thinking, I need to hire somebody. I need to do this. And he's like, who's already in your life? Who is already around you that could start helping you and pick up some of that slack? Those are time savers. That's money savers. There's so much strategy in his presence. If we would be still and pull back, but how do we do that? What are the practical things and what does that look like? Okay, so let me tell you about some epic fails first. Okay, I love it. Uh, One is, um, again, taking too much with me. Uh So now it's a task-focused. I've done that. As opposed to um, truly trying to to have time where you have nothing to do. That's really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. especially with all things you want to catch up on. I got 600 books I'm trying to finish. And so, of course, I'd take a stack. No, that's not the purpose of this. Mm -hmm. Another is, again, going to interesting places. Earlier this year, I spent seven days in Jerusalem. And I thought, boy, my time with the Lord will be great. No, I was from sunup and often before sunup to sundown or often after, I'm out of that hotel room walking that city. And it was amazing. Uh But as far as as just uh, quiet time with him, I had some great short periods yeah but it was not at all getting away alone with the father it was a new adventure every single day Uh so that was kind of an epic fail with regard to truly connecting and hearing as far as just general rules of thumb uh let me add maybe expectations maybe we can place a lot of our expectations and then feel like god let us down or we didn't do it right we get in this whole shame performance thing instead of hey if you spend days resting and being quiet and napping that's okay. That's winning. So not having a bunch of unrealistic expectations of how it should be, but clearing the clutter so that you're still in your quiet and you can be in his presence. Then he's pouring in whether your conscious mind is aware of it or not. Well, let's go further on expectations. Okay. I'm going to go away for three days because I'm trying to make a big decision. Exactly. My expectation is 
Lord, I'm going to ask you a question and Lord, I'm expecting an answer. Uh -huh. That's my will be done, not his will be done. Yeah. And I'm constantly waiting. In fact, I probably told five or six people, I'm going to go away to think about this. So the second I come back, all they want to know is, did you get the answer? Yeah. What are you going to do? And again, that's not, that's not unrestricted quiet time with him. Mm -hmm. That's me putting my expectations and my will on him, right. which is the opposite of what we're trying to do in this. Um, you know, my, my organization, C12 Business Forums, our goal for the CEOs we serve is for them to work much fewer hours each day and get much more done mm -hmm. by following the pattern of life uh, and the stewardship patterns that, that Christ has taught us. Everything in our body, everything in the marketplace, everything in our desire to be good stewards tells us to work harder. You know, I got to be the first guy there each day mm -hmm. to turn lights. I got to be the last guy to leave because I want to have a good example. What the example I'm showing them is it's all about me. Right. And the harder I work, the more I'll accomplish mm -hmm. as opposed to the example I'm showing. I'm home with my family for dinner each night. Mm -hmm. I leave my mobile phone at the office, et cetera. That's someone who's, who's keeping good boundaries. Yeah. And for some reason right now, we all nod when we say good boundaries, but either we don't understand them or we aren't convinced they're good boundaries for us to actually use them. Mm -hmm. The temptation still is for us to, con or to trust ourselves more than we trust God, yeah. which is actually defying God. Right. And I think a lot of times we have a blind spot because we have good intentions. I don't mean to do that, but with automaticity, our soul takes over. And before we know it, we're on autopilot. Oh yeah, wait one second. And then responding to a message or an email or something. And the brain is just still firing. And we don't realize I have to actually change cadence, change pace, clear out of that brain pathway and actually come into a more calm, present oriented. So people don't feel like we're back here thinking while we're sitting in front of them. And I love how what you're describing for us helps reset so that we recalibrate for that new year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another issue that, that I have seen uh, most recently is how we lie to ourselves. Mm. Uh, one close friend said, my quiet time's in the car each day. I've got an hour and a half commute. Because the radio's not on, that's his quiet time. He's not spending time with the Lord. He's spending time trying not to hit the guy in front of him, making certain he hits his exit mm -hmm. and all that. That's, yes, it may be quiet with regard to the volume in his life, and maybe he's not taking phone calls, mm -hmm. but he's totally actively engaged. Yeah. Another gentleman said, you know, I'm, I'm a lake house guy. And the time I'm closest, Lord, is when I'm on the the, uh, the jet ski mm -hmm. or the watercraft. Uh, he said the the water's so smooth. Okay, that's that's enjoying the majesty of God, possibly. But I'm not certain when you're going, you know, Mach two and with 65 decibels, trying to keep that upright and trying mm -hmm. that you're really focused on Him rather than focused on your activity. Right. So there's times on a ski slope. There's times jumping out of an airplane when you feel like, wow, I'm so close to God. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not necessarily at all what we're talking about right. with regard to actually hearing his whispers. Mm. Makes sense? Absolutely. So in this world where everything is fluid and you don't really have to do it, everybody's kind of a salad bar of their Christianity. Why does this matter to actually seek God first as a principle versus God tagging along with our activities that we're already doing and then saying, hey, that's my quiet time. 
that's that works for me. That's how God and I do it. Instead of really posturing in my heart of submission, I want to honor him with my first fruits and then letting him have that big rock, that first space in my life. And then everything else builds around that. Mm -hmm. Throughout our lives, God is waiting for us to obey. Mm -hmm. But because of the control we demand to have in our lives, mm -hmm. we want to first understand. Mm. Now, in almost every other aspect of our lives, I want to understand the fence bid before I give the guy five grand to build a fence in my yard. I want to understand right. everything about it. That's the cycle of life. Mm -hmm. But with God, we're to obey first. Obedience comes first. Understanding may come later. It may come when we're with him. Mm -hmm. But uh, obeying should never be a question. Obeying first, understanding second. And if we don't get away and have that quiet time, if we don't truly stop with intentionality, um, it, it's, it's a life without listening prayer. Mm -hmm. And a life without listening prayer is a life with a waiter God. Lord, give me this. Lord, protect me from that. Lord, heal me here. Amen. And I'm going to go have dinner now. I never stopped to listen. Yeah. I've never been in a conversation with him. Mm. And again, the marketplace is great with that. And the pace that society has us on now says, mm -hmm. you go, boy, you did your prayers. Check that one off. That was on your to-do list. Yeah. That's not what he intended. Yeah. And so I'm just determined to get this right. And I hope that you are as well. I hope you feel inspired and it may look unique to you, but I do hope that as you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, that you'll find by putting the big rocks first of your relationship with the Lord, then everything else gets filled in. And as a friend who has watched Joe Peterson do family and career and volunteerism like nobody's business, I've seen the fruit of his life. So it's not just saying these are ethereal goals out there, but this is real life profitability does come. Uh, your family will be blessed by just margining out. And it doesn't have to be a three days at the beginning. It could just be little sections of time that you build up to that. And you'll find that you'll start to crave it because even as an extrovert that loves peopling, I now crave silence and solitude to be with the Lord. And then I get vision and intel that makes life so much more streamlined. So we love you guys. And I hope you enjoy this new year and time to have vision and intimacy and connection to prepare for what's ahead. Thank you for investing in yourself, your family, and your team. We are honored to serve you and your vision.